0: seven uh joined tonight by the motor city Man and Mike uh, from the masters thanks for
1: joining us guys hanging out um it's been a while since we did a homebrew show so kind of excited to just talk with homebrewers and, and chill out and drink some beer so
2: what uh, what was our last one uh,
1: Jesus Christ I don't remember
2: was it KGB no
1: yeah. <laughs> it might have been I KGB and I think it was quite a while ago um uh, we're uh we did a, a few with like the homebrew fest and uh, uh i think we did some some homebrew competition ones but we haven't had a club on so um yeah you guys are out of taylor right taylor michigan or the club is officially
3: well right? we we started there that's for sure started there right. we we're, we're based out of adventures and homebrewing and taylor and so uh as they've evolved in the pandemic and such as hit, uh, we, we've kind of transitioned to somewhere between Dearborn and Detroit, I guess I'd say. Right on. Well,
1: before we dive into that, the the, the first thing, the more important question is, what are you drinking? What, what's what's in the glass, Dan? I got a little Fest beer. Is it your Fest beer, or it home is? Brewer? It is indeed. Yeah. So. It's so a very—I haven't brewed one yet. I'm uh, really like into that style right now, and and been hunting them, hunting them down. So I need to get one going. If you got a good recipe,
3: I don't know. if it's I good. mean,
1: if it was published or anything,
3: no, no, no not that one. Not that one. Uh, but yeah, it's great. I like it. You can get so much Oktoberfest, right? I feel like it's so widely available, but it's hard to find fest beer. And I, yeah, think it's preferable to drink a lot of times at least for me so i can see why the germans made the switch totally agree mike what are you drinking
4: i'm drinking a dark mild uh this is a recipe that i've made back i don't know since like 2016 or so it's kind of been uh good luck in winning awards and competitions and stuff so I try to keep it on hand, you know, something low ABV, not crazy hoppy, but it's not – definitely not dark to where it's, you know, filling or anything. So, yeah, you to keep it on tap.
1: Right on. Right on. How about you, Brian?
2: I, uh, I am drinking an Oktoberfest or a Meritzen, you know, or whatever. Um, I tend to switch back and forth year to year. Right? Last year I think I did like two or three fest beers just because I was – i was feeling it so much and this year i'm feeling i'm feeling Oktoberfest much more so i've been switching back and forth but i did uh before the show started i killed a, a sam adams fest beer it was pretty good i haven't been able to find them in like normal six packs but i bought a like a mixed pack or whatever I had it in there yeah it's good
1: yeah. that's uh I'm not at all drinking uh, homebrew. I don't have any goddamn homebrew. Um,
2: <laughs> you and you got some gotten, sour, right?
1: Well, no, you know what? I've got the keys are it's either for competitions that I, I don't want to dip into or um, I just, I got blown out after homebrew fest and I really haven't had a mm. chance to brew. So starting off with hams. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, goddamn, it's
2: like the typical show opener.
1: Right. It's hams. <laughs> it's, it's, what's in, it's what's in the freezer or the cooler. I mean,
4: yeah, oh, you guys I definitely didn't bring enough beer a Homebrew Fest, you guys. <laughs> I think each one of you did like 10 kegs each or something. Yeah,
1: oh. I, mean,
2: yeah I think we brought like 400
4: out. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, in, in, in years past, uh, it, it's been tough to, you know, rotate through. Um, and, and make sure everybody's beer got on tap. And and this year we we were lucky enough to be able to use all of uh, uh, Livingston's taps and just put it all out. I mean, I, I only think we have five or six kegs that we're holding back. And then did, I don't think we ever tapped beer at your guys' bar, though.
3: No, we had enough of our own. But I know you asked a couple times.
1: We we were on tap. I think at five different clubs. Yeah. So. yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: i mean homebrew fest is one of those like you come up to us hey can i put a beer on tap yeah sure and then like i don't see you for like six hours so you know it's you know it's one of those, you forget Ge- 10 seconds later you know
1: geographically you guys are like the farthest away from us i think so yeah it'll, there a lot of shit can happen between oh, our clubs i mean it's it's easy. Just, to get yeah. <laughs> Very easy. right on so, so tell us about Mashers. Um, you, you said you're, you're out of AIH is, uh, were, were you not actually, uh, tied to, uh,
3: brewery then just the, the, the store? Yeah. Uh, traditionally that, you know, we, um, Jason, who's the founder of, uh, of, uh, AIH was one of the, or the owner I guess is the, uh, co-founder of the Mashers, uh, back in the day. So, yeah, we've always kind of been tied to them and, uh, They had a great space for us to meet and, um, you know, coordinate meetings and buy homebrewing materials and everything. Um, But
0: yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
3: Yeah, they expanded and and moved around a little bit and then COVID hit and they shut down. So we kind of had to adjust a little bit.
1: Right on. How did you uh, did, you guys do through COVID? Did you just go virtual or wind up canceling meetings or...
4: It was it was tough. I was president when it when it first started, and I think <laughs> the we had planned on meeting at Eastern Market Brewing Company because one of our uh,
0: yeah.
4: one of our members was uh, the head brewer there, and he had. I think Dan, you brewed with him, uh, right? To have it was like a co, a collab. Yeah. Um, one of our masher competitions, so that you know we could brew it on a commercial system and serve it uh, commercially. Um, but yeah, I remember that first meeting, it was like, it was the beginning of March. So like COVID was here kind of, but everything didn't officially take place till like the second week in March. And I just remember telling people like, you know, don't touch anybody or don't share glasses. And like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on, you know? So, um, but yeah, after, after it shut down, you know, mid-March, uh, we met virtually for
3: over a year. Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much
4: over a year. There was that lull at the end of 2020 when it seemed like things were getting better, and we did meet um, at another member's uh, VFW hall for maybe two or three meetings. But uh, after, like, I believe I'm maybe in December, or so things got worse, and you know we went back to virtual. So um, since then, we started meeting. Um,
3: when was our first meeting? In May, May or June? April or May. Yeah, yeah. we've been we've been at Brew Detroit this year, which has been really nice.
4: Yeah, so our our online presence, you know, it it was it was Mm. good, and then it takes its lulls, you know, in those like waning months. But uh, I think overall, our our core group of of members, you know, kind of stuck out, um, you know, on that online presence. So yeah, it was good. I mean, it's it's good.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. What types of things are you guys doing virtual? Like we, so we started this show during COVID as a way to kind of regroup and connect with the community and kind of stay involved with with home brewers and breweries and and shit. And uh, we talked. We asked a lot of clubs, like what what kind of things you were talking about. Were you still trying to do presentations? Were you still trying to do competitions or, or club things? So how how did you guys get through it? Was there anything that stood out um, that you did?
3: Uh, you it was. Well, oh, go ahead. Uh, we did, we, we, we tried to keep as much of the stuff I think that we normally do as possible. We did, um, you know, we do like a quarterly competition, um, you know, a a specific style that we kept up through the the pandemic. So we kind of, um, you know, we would, we would drop beers off at someone's house or some, you know, something like that. And, and they, you know, we've got a number of judges on our, you know, club in our club that, uh that are willing to do that. So they did like virtual judging sessions. And then we would also do like, um, you know, we would pick a style, you know, and, you know, go buy Bell's Oberon for American weed or something like this. We'd all try to taste that commercial example and talk about it online. Certainly wasn't the best, but we made, we made it through, I guess, best we could.
1: Yeah, Brian, you did some of that beer fairing and shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you, you, mostly you, yeah. Being the the competition coordinator, you're, you're doing most of the driving everywhere.
1: Yeah, we actually, uh, I see Gail in, in, in the comments uh, talking about uh, filling the winning competitions. Um, <laughs> so I, I talked to Gail. Gail's going to, we, we have, we do a big, uh, I try to do three comps a year. You guys do quarterly. That's admirable. Um, I'm, I'm. Trying to struggle to get three. I think last year only got two, but I, we do try to do like one big official BJCP format uh, club comp. And uh, I think Gail's going to hopefully help me uh, judge that this
2: year. <laughs> Pressure's on now. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned it to her. She, said
1: she might. I've got to talk to you, Gail, if you're still watching.
0: The chat. Uh,
1: I mean, I'll use that segue. Gail's going to be back with us actually on mm-hmm. the air um, on the 25th. We're going to be talking about the Michigan League Cup. Uh, and need in general. So another another master uh, Gail Milburn uh, We'll see her on the 25th. And hopefully by then I'll have to connect with her on this judging
3: show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yes, really. Yeah, you couldn't ask for anybody better to help out, right? Jeez. No, I know.
1: I actually am uh uh really impressed with I, I she judged uh my beer cup beer and I got great oh, feedback. Oh, that's
2: cool. That's One awesome. Of the
1: best best uh judge feedback sheets so it's awesome so absolutely either you guys judges officially
4: really yeah i'm uh certified yeah Uh, yeah i mean and a lot of it was due to gail and to uh another one of our members uh who's a who's a judge and you know just preaching how important it is i mean i think if you want to get in the history of our club it was a lot with competitions so, like, a lot of us guys were interested in submitting to comps. And I think a part of doing your, you know, your duty to competitions almost is to, to judge comps also, you know. I mean, oh, yeah. there's a lot of shitty feedback out there. And, uh, you know, the you know the more experience you get, if you can get through the BJCP, uh, you know, exams and stuff, I just think you're better off, you know, as a judge, as a brewer, as a entrant, you know, so...
1: So, you know, I, I tell people regularly in, in the club, and I've been preaching for years. It's the only way to get really good, unbiased, uh, you know, non-partial feedback. You know, it's it's hard to tell your friend that their beer sucks or or it's got flaws, especially to their
0: face.
2: It's um, really so easy to they're... tell a friend that. It's it's a little bit harder to tell somebody you only kind of know Ranger. that, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell Jason his beer sucks all the time. I say I tell
3: like... Mike his beer sucks all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mild, right?
2: So, <laughs> so speak of that mild. Hold on, hold yeah, on. Um, yeah, yeah. Tim, Tim asked in chat if that was the dark mild that was at the uh, Masher Tent.
4: Yeah, that would be the same one. Yep. All right. I mean, I think different batch, but yes, same uh, same recipe and all that. So, yep.
1: Mm-hmm. So with, yep. with uh, four comps here, I know you mentioned, you mentioned style. Is everyone style? Do you do anything weird or off the wall or any kind of crazy shit?
3: No, we have a kind of strange setup with how our. I, I should just let Mike talk about it since he helps set it up. But uh, we have a weird kind of month to month uh, beer BJCP style that we have. And so we we have our club members brew that style for the month. And then, you know, quarterly, whatever the one style is, is submitted to a competition. Um, and that, that competition is actually official BJCP recognize competition like we you know pay the 25 bucks to get it you know official so that like our judges and our yeah. stewards and everything get points and you know whatnot so um yeah i will have to look into doing that for the keepers cup that's yeah a, that's yeah. a good idea it is, uh, it is one we only do like the single category right we're only submitting right a specific right? Yeah, yeah once, we've talked.
1: But when I when I was going to do the three, we were going to do one style comp a year, one screwball comp a year, which yeah. is we've done cookies, we've done cereal, cereal. Um, we tried doing an iron brew where we randomly selected ingredients. I'll never do that again. That was huh. fucking we, awful. we we
3: did that too. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, the iron yeah, yeah. fantasy
1: football um, craft. Yep, we did a football draft. David Jones put that on. Uh, I missed that one. Um,
2: that was really fun.
1: Was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think I was traveling a lot during that time. I couldn't do it. So, yeah, we're. Um, that's cool that you guys do that. So, I mean, have a, what's? Tell us about this. Gail says you have a very strict protocol for entrance. <laughs>
3: No, nope. I'm not sure exactly uh, what gales are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, we'll ask you next. Have to be a member of our club, <laughs> We have to made the beer that is uh, right the style for that month. So, uh, oh, the last one, the last one we had judged was uh, what was it? I don't even remember. Hellas? Yes. Yeah. yeah, you beat me.
0: So, for
2: those uh for those competitions, is it you know, first, second, third, is it <clears throat> highest score, like overall? How do you
4: Yeah, so um it's it the the judging itself is very much like a um like any other competition where you can, you know, score say a 42, right? But the best of show beer or the, the BOS for the the mini BOS it would be because it's mm. a single subcategory. Um, you know could score a 37 so it's just kind of what's you know is this a great beer yes it is but this one's more representative of the style so judges take that into consideration so it's not just you know 42 37 30 you know two it's one two three it's mm-hmm. um, you know and we we started that as a way to keep members brewing um, I mean we've been doing this since 2017 where we assign um, a category per month and then so in addition to um, the education portion of it it's it's the competition portion of it we assign points um, you know based on whether you get first second or third in the competition you get points for submitting so that kind of encourages you to submit. Um, you know my idea behind encouragement of submission is like try to get people, ready to submit in a not not a not a real comp but just like any other comp you know sure. two bottles crown cap no marks no markings on the bottles no glue no tape you know strap it with a, a rubber band um you know just to get people prepared for that uh, style of competition because that's what that's what you need to do in, in a real comp
3: then uh, gail mentions here right she says that <laughs> you know, we're blind. The judges are all blind. They have no idea who's assuming it, you know, So it is. Um, yes. Yeah, that- to be a masher, you have to be breathing. You have to have made the style. <laughs> and the judges are not aware of who's brewing what.
1: It's, it's cool to, um, to to explore those different styles and, and kind of broaden that um, experience for the members. I think that's what we've, we've talked about trying to do, uh, you know, on the keeper side, just to get you know, I remember when I, when we first started the club, we had a lot of members that had like never brewed a stout or, uh, you know, I think right now, um, you know, I've never brewed a a real traditional lager. So I think it'd be cool to kind of get into something like that with a Hellas and and just to broaden horizons and explore new shit. That's neat that you guys do that.
4: Yeah. And that's how we assign our categories too, is, you know, the four quarterly comps are things that are maybe easier or more approachable for anyone in the club. Um, you know, we might throw a lager in one, you know, one of the quarters out of the year. Maybe we skip lagers altogether, but it's never like sour beers or mm-hmm. you know, super crazy stuff. It's it's easier things to brew from a, you know, temperature, ingredients, style, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And then we save all our weird stuff for those in-between months where um, if you want to get weird, you can. So, Yeah. <laughs> The cookie, the cookie one was, or not, sorry.
1: Cookie one was cool. The cereal beer was the, the best one for me. So if you guys ever, <laughs> ever decide to do a cereal beer count, um, my cereal beer has actually won multiple gold medals and ribbons and all kinds
4: of shit. Cereal so, as in breakfast cereal, right? Not like, mm-hmm. yeah. So here's a joke. Us, and since, can you give us the base cereal? What's the? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's the joke. Since Gail's watching and she judged it. Uh. I I, <laughs> I I I, uh, I brewed won a gold this year again. I think it's it's seventh or eighth medal. Um, I brewed uh, a a Berliner Weiss with a box of Fruit Loops. Oh, a okay. whole family size box of Fruit Loops right in the mash. Uh, shit comes out ectoplasm green, and uh, uh, you know when it goes into that fermenter. was gray. It, well, gray out of the out of the mash tun. When it goes in the fermenter, it's green. Uh, it all <laughs> crashes out, turns into a beautiful straw color. Almost every judge that judges it says it's like a, a classic example of style. So I'm really confused how the Germans uh, <laughs> brew Berliner Weiss without Fruit Loops. So, uh,
3: have you ever tried to brew it without the Fruit Loops? And yeah. just German butter, it's not the same. Sucked.
4: Sucked. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wait 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 wait! so you submit it or you 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 enter it as the normal bjcp a, berliner weiss it's not a specialty beer or anything
1: no wow. you can't That's tell crazy. there's fruit loops in it
0: That's
4: It's just crazy. a grain yeah there's yeah.
1: no real flavor from it you know it's just a the sugar just and a sugar yeah. this sugary and, and and shit i've never i've never uh i've never mentioned <laughs> it uh, minerals. <laughs> it's uh it's, it's done very well in the past in nationals. Um, and my dream was always that it, it wins a medal, you know, like Dan, with, with your gold, which we'll get into in a minute. And to have to publish my recipe in Zimmergy
2: uh, you know, <laughs> with, with the a box of fruit.
0: fruit.
3: Box of fruit, <laughs> fruit. Awesome.
0: Um, awesome.
3: I, you know, I saw a recipe in, in Zimmergy of somebody and I don't know what it was, but it was like, he added like a little vial of holy water. And it was like, no seriously i put this in there you got to do it (laughs)
0: yeah Yeah, Yeah, that's that'd
1: be crazy so so we're talking about that so so dan you just you just took a golden in nationals this year over covid uh right for what what one uh it was a belgian dark strong belgian dark strong
2: nice That was actually my cereal beer that did not do so well. I made it with uh, Raisin Bran. (laughs)
3: Mm. I did not put any cereal in my gold medal winning beer.
4: Yeah. So you can actually... Something to note, that that category was the highest entered category at Nationals. Wow. Wow. It makes it that much more prestigious. Oh, yeah, it does.
2: Yeah, it does. That's crazy. You would you would think it'd be like ipa or something like sometimes like
0: uh,
1: i really feel like a lot of people are are brewing or are, are getting off the ipa category and comps just because of that if, you know for years there it was it was over it was flooded it's well, I I don't think, yeah
3: i think they they split it up into like so many things now right there was like specialty but they also had new england and they had double and they had regular and there's pale ale or something I don't remember all of them, but there's quite a few. Oh. You, know what
4: I, you know what I think happened, though, too, is like there was like at least a stretch of three or four years was I I was chasing the least entered categories at nationals, right? Because they publish all the info <laughs> after. And then yeah. the next year that comes up, right, that you enter them, it's like a couple of the highest, right? So, like, <laughs> everyone's doing the exact same thing I was doing. It's like, yeah. you know, works.
1: No, I mean, I, absolutely doing the same thing. I'm, you know, I got into uh fucking ordinary bitters the most boring ass goddamn beer i've ever brewed but um nobody was entering that category
0: it's a nice so, beer it's a good beer
1: <laughs> no it was i you know nice beer. i called it boring ass bitter because it, it's just you drink it and you're like wow this is so average but i drank the shit out of it um yeah but yeah should, yeah chasing uh, that chasing that
2: Michigan Beer Cup this year, there was no scotch ales anywhere, not a single entrant.
0: No scotch so, ales. Uh, what surprised me more year, was there was no medals awarded yeah. for fruit beer. Right? Really? So, wow. Okay. Okay.
1: No medals awarded for fruit beer.
0: Oh. Well,
1: yeah. you could only you could only get one, you know. Right. Right. But back to this, let's see. So you're you're published in the September issue of Zimmergy, right? Yeah. Yep. So you get out there. Uh, you can see a picture of Dan and his kid. That's adorable, by the way.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
3: I said there's you know, a really good, there's the best looking masher on the, on the You'll <laughs> also find a good me.
1: <laughs> so uh, any tips on that? So Bruno Belgian a uh, strong Belgian ale. What, what's uh, what, what's your secret? What are you going to give us? Since we're competitors most of the year,
3: <laughs> I don't. I don't want you to beat me. <laughs> uh, no, I. I mean, my I generally, you know, I'll look. You know, when I'm when I'm starting a style, I'll I'll look to the past couple years in in I'll give you all the recipes, kind of take that as a base, um, and you know, the styles and the taste of the judges tend to kind of move and evolve a little bit it seems like so um kind of take that and uh come up with something that makes sense submit it a couple times get some feedback and i mean i feel like it's mostly luck i don't know i got luck. I, mean, I mean i mean, I mean it, it ages out really well you know uh you know for i would say you know for a dark belgian you want to use the candy syrup <laughs> i feel like they're like super important for dark candy syrups so uh you know that I think they got the a one eighty, couple packs. Mm-hmm. I made a ten gallon or eight gallon batch. So, right
4: I mean, I'd say you're pretty traditional in in your ingredients too. You don't get like crazy with it too, right? I mean, you look. What's the style? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, freshest yeah. yeast. I mean, Dan's a liquid guy for sure. So,
3: <laughs> Mike is not not always. I either. mean, you know,
4: I go both ways. So. Yeah,
3: well, you know, big league. uh, Brewlosopher over there now, so who knows?
2: Well, we gotta talk about that too. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Do you, uh, you guys
0: do, you you guys do, do anything, anything
2: to your is. beard? Like you know, like you know, they say they say do something just a little different to make it stand oh. out. Like maybe maybe a little bit of a different hop. Like you you dry hop in your you know Belgians with a like Galaxy or something like that. You know to.
3: Make it stand well, out of it. I, I didn't with that beer, but I'll say this, like I did pretty well with this uh, Australian sparkling this year too. I won a bunch of gold medals with that. What I just that made, yeah, exactly. Nobody knows. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But like, so it was one of our like monthly comps and it was like, well, like there's this old school way of making it. And then there's this new school way of making it. And I'm like, well, screw it. I'm throwing galaxy and like enigma hops in there. Cause that's what I want to drink. And uh, I don't think anybody who was maybe judging it was super familiar. So, <laughs> super
2: good, so. what's it supposed yeah. to taste like? I, I, I'm not familiar with it.
0: Nobody it's, knows.
3: Yeah. Nobody <laughs> knows. I, I, you know, I use like an English yeast. It's a very like, uh, like, you know, light colored ale with, the, you know, the English yeast. And, uh, you know, I, I did a really light dry hopping with those, which most people wouldn't do, but, uh,
2: is it like highly carbonated then like the yes, sparkling I, thing I, okay I, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah yeah okay
2: cool but what's the abv on, on something like that
3: pretty low like uh yeah. four and a half or something like that probably, okay. probably.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: i mean i will say like generally for comps i'm pushing the boundaries if not going over them a little bit with most of the styles that
0: I'm yeah yeah
4: when we went over know. that style dan wasn't Pride of Ringwood, like the, yeah, yeah. like also who knows what that tastes like. So, well, like, just you throw know, Galaxy
3: in yeah. it, you'll be fine. You know? Luke, Luke from KGB makes it and like he uses the traditional Pride of Ringwood. So, like, we were comparing them and he's like, this isn't right. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like Pride of Ringwood, so I want to use this.
0: Anyway,
2: it's going to turn into like a, you know, uh, it's going to be traditional Australian sparkling and modern all Australian sparkling. It's going to be you
0: know, A and
2: sparkling uh, B. I mean, yeah. I'll,
3: I'll, I'll take Galaxy and Enigma all day, you know. So that's my preference. I just made what I wanted to drink there. I had no idea what I was doing. So. Sure, sure. Yeah. With the Belgian, I mean, I let you. I let it age for a year and a half to, or a year but before I submitted it. So, like, I guess that probably helped too a little bit. It was over a year old.
2: I uh. For the cookie beer competition we did this year, <clears throat> I uh, I used like a, an entire package of uh, those like lemon wafer cookies that have like the the lemony frosting in the middle. And uh, I zested like five lemons into it, too, and, and just made like a, you know, a kettle sour. And I, I threw that into a competition as a uh, um, damn, what's that style? Like a Catalina uh, sour, right? Oh, yeah, Catalina sour, yeah. And Catalina sour, is it? And, uh
3: Cafferina, I think, is,
2: what is. okay. Cafferina. Yeah, right. there's an R in it. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got like that a, one, like a, a yeah. one, but but they couldn't pick out the lemon. They had no idea what the fruit was because I didn't have to, to. They didn't ask for me to declare it. So it was. I don't know. It's one of those weird things.
3: But it still scored pretty well. Was that yeah. the one? That was was that the one that was at Homebrew Fest? Was that your like gang beer? So um,
2: yeah, that the that, yeah. uh, recipe was based off of that beer. Yeah, that
3: was really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Turned I out think,
1: really good. I, I, I think the gang beer did well. It was, it was based on his, we we brewed a 10 gallon batch using his recipe and then we split it and we put cherries in the other and five and kept, and we had both on tap. Um, but the, the lemon was, was, was definitely good. But then um, Michigan meat coalition showed up with the fucking amazing gang mead. and unreal, just,
2: unreal. There was no,
1: yeah there's no competition there that i think that they
2: turned that awesome. around in like six weeks too or something like
1: yeah. that was good really so
2: maybe less i don't know
1: so okay. another it's just another award that we're chasing um you know keepers uh we, we we're fortunate enough to get of the year this year We've been chasing that one a while um we're, we're chasing uh the gang beer and we're chasing a goddamn dead grass Award, uh, but we can't seem to get over you guys like Holy shit. Uh, the last two years at, at Michigan Homebrew Fest, I think you guys have brought it more than anybody. Um,
2: well, yeah, Justin, sure do, do, do you want to stand out there in a, in a suit, you know, all next year?
1: <laughs> no. What was that guy's name? The your, cool. Alex Trebek. Kevin O'Brien. Well, Kevin O'Brien. He's, he's the man. man,
2: man. What a, what no a
4: fucking shit. champ. <laughs> he, he's got red hair. He dyed his mustache in his hair me. every day. Like, even, you know, whatever that spray is, he sprays <laughs> that shit in his hair and his mustache every day. Dude, dude
1: is amazing. And, and, and just walking around Homebrew Fest when it was like 98 goddamn degrees in the middle of August, wearing a suit the entire time. I, I only think I, I saw him without the jacket on once or twice. Uh yeah. So so let's back up. Let's get into this. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at, at Homebrew Fest, you know, the clubs come, they can there's there's no rule or requirement but the clubs can choose to do a theme uh or, or make their 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 site interesting this year you guys did Jeopardy, right? Um and so tell us about how that came to be because you guys you guys started like the week before Homebrew Fest with this amazing fucking video. Um which i feel like i should play it but i don't i'm it would take me a minute to figure it out but um anyway i'll I'll find it yeah how do you guys come up with this shit how do you guys get people to do this shit so
3: we uh i don't know we i mean i think we came to it like we were just spitballing ideas i think we've got like a a bank of of ideas that maybe we want to do and uh I think with Alex Trebek passing away and Sean Connery passing away in the last, uh, you know, few years. And, um, we just thought it was kind of a cool idea and like a quasi tribute to them. But then it was like, well, we'll do the beer themed one. And then just kind of getting ideas about celebrity jeopardy and celebrity questions. So we just were like, okay, well, we should get a bunch of beer celebrities to, uh, to read the questions, you know? So we, uh, I don't know. We sent a bunch of emails out and, uh, you know, we've got some people kind of connected in our club, Gail, Sandy. So, uh, they helped us out quite a bit and, um, yeah, we were took a while, but we got it all. We got them all in and, uh, it came together, I guess.
4: The other thing too, is like, we have very, we have a diverse, I mean, just like any other homebrew club, we have a diverse group of people who knows how to do certain things. Right. So if you came to the if you came to our booth, you know, we had buzzers there, right. That you could buzz in and like, it would lock out the other buzzers. And like one of our guys, our vice president is like, I don't really know what he does technically, but it's like electrician based maybe. Um, So, you know, he knows how to put that shit together. We got, you know, computer guys that were able to, you know, I think my, when we were first spitballing it, the original vision was, okay, we're going to like, all these questions in a excel like powerpoint yeah powerpoint that you could just project up right we got a computer guys like fuck that shit i'm going to make this thing (laughs) all you have to do is like put in your question and it's going to randomize games every time and like you know it was just it's it's just the the power of the people in your group you know i mean it's kevin o'brien dressed you know volunteering no one asked him to do that He shaved his beard to a mustache and dyed his hair every day and wore a suit and jacket, you know, like, uh, yeah, it it just comes together. I don't know. It's you just have have to have a lot of good. Actually, you don't have to have a lot. You just have to have, you know, a handful of good people in your group and it just comes together, you know. So,
1: yeah it, it was, was a lot of work
4: it was, a, it was lot. a lot of yeah I mean Dan put in a lot of work with the videos and the reaching out to the you know all those celebrities that was all Dan and when know. do you think
1: you guys started the planning so you, you got to come bring this in, in August uh third weekend in August how long how long did that guy that take you to ramp up
4: it had to have been when Trebek died
3: Well, we, I mean, we, we were getting worried about it. I feel like in June and we said, you know, by like middle of July, we wanted to have all these things out there. And I, you know, like anything, I feel like it was a last minute scramble. Like we, you know, the, all, most of the emails went out like late July and we were like getting them in. And like, I was like, sending all these emails to Denny Khan and Drew Beacham, like, get your hand, get your hand. You know, all, all the different folks who ended up uh, helping us out. And, uh, you know, it was kind of weird, but it was cool. You know,
2: do we yeah. do want to show it? I, I got it pulled up.
1: Can you pass it through? Yeah. Sure. If you guys don't mind, go for it. This okay. is, it's absolutely one of the coolest things we've seen. Um, no audio. You're not hearing it? No. Well,
2: so, I don't know how to fix that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> then there we go. Anyway, go to Motor City Matches' uh, yeah. <laughs> Facebook page and check it out.
2: Well, I uh, think it's we'll, on we'll, the uh, Michigan Homebrew Festival page, too, right?
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll throw yeah. A link up there. It, it was just – it was. It was like, I think um, – weren't we driving to Homebrew Fest, Brian? Like, we went early.
2: Yeah, probably. Still can't hear it.
1: And, no
0: okay
2: well that's too bad so
1: we're, i think we're driving to homebrew fest and 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 like brian pulled up on his phone
0: yeah yeah and
1: uh and she's like it to what's me this as, as we're driving he's like yeah what's this shit?" and we're like stopped and watched this thing and i'm like well there there goes that like fuck that
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean it was good and bad because then we really had to bring it afterwards, right? We could have shut it, yeah. head when we got there.
3: I was like, I gotta post this the day before to kinda in just in case anybody else has jumped. Yeah, that was the <laughs> thing too. Like Dan, we didn't
4: everyone else in the club didn't know that Dan was doing this video montage deal and then putting it out, and he just puts it out and like like, Well shit, now we don't have to worry about anyone taking uh, the idea, otherwise they're gonna look like assholes once we show up. So, you
1: yeah. know. Well, I tell you, so two years the year before, and I, I don't even know what time that was anymore with COVID, but the the, the 10th annual Michigan Homebrew Fest, um, we, Keepers, was like, you know, we're going to do beer games. We're going to do like a, a college theme. Uh, we're going to have beer pong. We're going to have, you know, Flippy Cup and uh, beer puppet and all this shit. Um, and we just, we had the games and, 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 and kind of had plans of trying to get games going and People, you know, hanging out at our tents, and we get there, and you guys have a whole fucking <laughs> all of the games. You got a fucking competition, you know, uh, ladder uh, sign up you know, sheets, yeah, yeah, and uh, and you're all wearing fucking uh, leader hosen. Thank you, leader hose. That was
4: that was a different year, but yeah, go ahead. No, no, was, no, thought, was no, a, no thought, it was the was same year. One? Oh yeah, yeah, because it was beer fest. Beer fest.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer yeah. fest. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, they all find they all mesh together.
1: So I, I literally, I like, I like, I packed most of that shit up and just put it away. I'm like, I'm not even putting out <laughs> games and uh and this shit, like, because matchers have <laughs> totally owned that shit. So
4: well, that wasn't even the one. Yeah. I mean, we not to toot my own, our own horn, but what, what was the year we Go won ahead. the first time? Uh, you know, it wasn't the beer games, Dan. It was something else before, wasn't it?
3: We went on Lebowski.
0: Oh
4: yeah, the Big Lebowski. Duh. I mean, that one. Yeah.
1: Was, yeah. See, back when, when you guys I were doing Big show. Lebowski, we were we were tiny. We we didn't even. I was just trying to I get, get five I people think. to come with me. Yeah, I don't think I
2: was there that year. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: But the the Big Lebowski one was fun. It was great. You guys had the the carpet, right? And you were just playing it. And
4: uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that carpet came from my garage that I brewed on. I just <laughs> brewed on that carpet.
3: Yeah. Really brought the uh, thing together. So. Yeah, really tied the room together. Yeah, I mean,
4: the nice thing, too, was, like, we've been using that as, like, a uh, jumping-off point for NHC. So we went to NHC the following year after Lebowski with that theme. So nice. You know, I, think I think it
3: was the that same year, wasn't it? Did we whatever take- year it was,
4: but... Um, you know, I think we're, we may be doing. I don't know if, can we say that? I don't know. Marcus, yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so it's,
2: it's my bowling team.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, we had, we oh. had like custom shirts and everything made that year, too. Oh, yeah.
1: Right. So, so this is, um, and I think Dan, you and know, I, I remember talking to you about, it. I don't know if it was at State Fair or not, but it's like, what are you, what, what are you guys doing to get this? Uh, participation do you have a lot of people in the club that are are into brainstorming this or do you think it's just kind of a couple people that uh, kind of drive it
3: we got some new officers you know uh that have you know come in in the last couple years and I think we were really committed to trying to like show up like that and 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 have fun and and do it and you know I think ever since that big lebowski kind of bigger one that we did and we you know we we just kind of got the bug i guess in a way and um you know i mean it's all about like having a good time and sharing beer and everything and so i think it just helps facilitate that And i think once you do it like people really had fun with it and they you know i mean it, we get more people at our tent we get to sh- sh- serve more beer generally we have a giant dance party at the, at the end of the night like everybody's over there so you know we like having fun i guess so yeah the idea. No, it's,
1: it's I, th- I think what we we're talking about is like, I've, I have no problem getting beer, uh, you know, and, and I, I can get all my guys air competition because I'm twisting their arms and push them in it. And sure, we showed up with 50 kegs. But man, when it comes time to I, I start putting out, hey, let's talk about a theme. It's like crickets. So uh, it's awesome that you guys kind of have that engagement.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there's a core group of us that are really kind of pushing that, and then like really getting the other members to, you know, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think a lot, all those guys that helped out, like they've been coming for a while, and they love it, right? So I, I mean, you know, I mean, Kevin and Sean and you know Jeff and, and all, you know all the guys. I mean, Craig was there, like making food and winning all those uh, competitions, the food competitions. So yeah, it was, nice. it, was it
0: was good.
1: Yeah so this year we um i think some of our, our spouses girlfriends significant others whatever were there and saw how awesome a job you guys did and they came back and they're like fuck this we'll we'll come up <laughs> with some ideas for you um so i'm really going to be relying on those and 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 if any of them are watching then it's it's still on you molly and uh <laughs> and shana <laughs> uh,
4: so yeah, i mean there, there's no magic recipe to it you know what i mean It like you guys enter the beer cup competition, like madmen and ladies. Yeah. Right. And like, I think that's kind of what we struggle with a little more is trying to get people to enter beer cup. We want to obviously win beer cup, but you know, this year with one entry per person, it's a little different, but um you know, I think yeah. every club just struggles with something different, I guess is my point, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: No, we do. We do. I, I, I get it. And and I think we've been very, very, very focused on competition.
4: and com- Yeah, you guys have been murdering it. so Right. You know. So.
0: I mean, but, uh,
4: I'm glad we have the dead grass, but I'd rather have the beer cup trophy than the dead grass. You know. that's so, well, me personally. I'm, I'm not speaking for the club,
3: I guess. I guess it's going to you
4: know.
3: Right. <laughs>
2: It's 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 a numbers game for sure. sure.
3: Oh yeah, that's the key, and I yeah I would be I'd love to learn how you guys kind of. I I, I I hate I'm to say you know, this, but yeah,
2: I, I, oh. I, I do think we got a little lucky this year, you know, with uh with you know some some things, but uh yeah, it's oh. it's, it's it's definitely. <laughs> It's still yeah, I mean. and, and i think and maybe maybe because we only had one entry per person this year though right like you said um if 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 you know it gets bumped back up to how many was it per person in previous years like
0: it's three, like at least four, seven. oh, oh yeah. god it's, like, it's been seven yeah. eight in the past
2: yeah so yeah. some yeah maybe not I, I i do think this year we got lucky but i, I think in 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 the coming um in the coming years, yeah, we'll still continue to bring in strong. It, yeah, we, Jason encourages like he he brought a very strong competition focus like to the to the club um, when when he joined. And I had never entered a competition, and most of the members of our club probably right. had not entered a competition um, before that. And uh, it's about instilling that bug. You win your first medal anywhere, and you just want more. You're like, this is something that like I do for fun, but I can also get like you know, a fucking piece of hardware for it. like it's it's I
1: always yeah. said I, I didn't get enough participation trophies when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, and, and now I grew up and, and my wife's even worse. So like we, we started running five years ago, you know, and, and or six years ago or whatever. And I haven't run the last year and it shows, but um, you know, she's she's just as bad. I hear like I'm not entering a race unless I get a medal. <laughs> and I'm like, kind of how I feel about a beard comp. Like, I'm not putting in it in this comp unless I'm going to smoke it, you know. And um, and, and that's how, uh, you know, that. yeah, we just encourage the, the, the members um, and coerce the members. And uh, hell, dude, I've even been there e- this year, you know, um, in the last couple of years, we've had members go, well, I kind of think I want, I might, and I have a beer, And I'm on my phone entering, I'm, well, I just registered you for the competition. Uh, oh, yeah you know give me 10 bucks and, <laughs> and yeah. beer.
2: I'll, I'll come pick it up from you <laughs> he does a lot of that jason mules a lot of beer not just two competitions but he'll go out into the boonies and pick stuff up for people and um
1: so yeah no it's yeah. uh it's big but i i want um I, I want to grow up to be like motor city masters man i mean beer fest is the
0: mm-hmm. beer
1: christmas it's the funnest time of year for us and uh i really appreciate what you guys do there and you know the party you guys have and
4: um well it's, yeah, it's awesome we can't win dead grass next year so i'll trade yeah. you trophies right exactly yeah. you know i was gonna make that joke earlier
1: <laughs> and, and then it's just like uh, i don't know
3: Give that one up your, your new yeah your new toy yeah give me, give me, give me. come on <laughs>
0: Ah! Oh.
2: Oh. <laughs> guess I have a, you have a mash paddle sitting back there somewhere too, though, right?
0: Right. Oh yeah. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Show us that. That is for a, a little four or five way club comp that you've got going on, right? Death mash. Yep. So tell us about that. That is really fucking cool, and that is a badass paddle.
2: Oh, that's amazing.
1: So. Flip it. does it uh does it have your logo on it then yeah
3: there's all right sons. Oh, there's signs okay and then the uh, nabg oh
0: yeah yeah,
4: yeah. so originally Five
0: clubs, Yeah.
4: this well let, before we get into what it is this paddle um, <clears throat> so crafting and, and kgb right. started this thing they sent off for this paddle to be made by the same person who does the paddle for the Radagast award at NHC every year.
0: Oh. They're like in,
4: they're in New Jersey or something. So this is like the real deal. Like, nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, originally it was craft and KGB. Um, and they just did an inner, you know, those two competition. I want to say it was maybe two or three years with just the two of them. I judged the competition uh, at least two of the years. <clears throat> And, you know, I think it was just kind of what we were talking about, getting people to, uh, you know, submit to competition and and be more involved in, you know, maybe cross club interaction sort of thing. Um, And then I think there were so many mashers and other clubs judging the comp that they, I don't know if they had to invite us, but we were hassling them so much, (laughs) uh, you know, let us in, you know, so, uh, yeah, they let us in. Uh, must have been four years now because they haven't done the comp in two. Um, but yeah, we won it in twenty eighteen, and we won it in twenty nineteen. The the first year we were uh, were brought in. So yeah, it's
3: been it's cool. like different, right? Limited. <laughs> yeah. So
4: so the the categories that they set up for you, it's like. English beers and American beers and like, you know, they come up with all these like kind of wacky, like groupings. Right. But it can make sense in a way. Um, so you can only enter, um, you know, into these very specific sub sub-categ- subcategories. They're not all open, uh, for submission. And then you can't enter a category more than once. And, you know, there's, you know, two entry limit per person, or I can't remember how many it was, but, um, yeah, it's it's been pretty successful. I mean, I think it's it gets up to like a hundred and what was it, 150, 160 entries. The last wow, wow. last two years, it was, you know, so.
3: Yeah, I feel like we had a lot more people submit to that than we did to uh,
4: yeah
3: to Beer Cup.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's that's awesome. I mean, to. Uh
1: well it's it's cool to do that like we've done some club to club competitions where we we kind of get together and brew as a club right and you're kind of um we've done a couple with club where where we, we brew together and um as a club and then we put our beer on tap and it's like the first beer to sell out or whatever uh, at whatever local brewery but but to have this be a real like that sounds like more of a real competition like got all your men are, are you, scoring, are you scoring, like, scoring like two three two three points per gold and so on or
3: yeah, it's, uh, I don't know how it works, but yeah, it's it's like a ranked thing, right? First gets so many points, second gets so many points, third gets so many points. And there's only like five categories total. So Right on. There's there's usually so far there's been no meat or cider either. So uh, I think at I think least
4: maybe there maybe may was a grouping
3: at one one year. Was I there? I don't know. I feel like the years we won there wasn't yeah <laughs> they do change keith yeah i don't yeah keith mentioned it. keith yeah keith's
4: a member of craft so one of the founding members of the competition so uh yeah they, they do change, change here
1: yep yeah i yeah, know i see keith pop in actually let's catch up real quick so we've got ray giving a shout out from key west so hey ray uh hey, ray.
3: happy anniversary happy ray him. Happy. Anniversary. also ray won the he was best of show uh for that mash paddle
1: oh awesome awesome,
3: awesome. Great fucking job. Yeah.
1: And then, and then, yeah, Keith, Keith's popping in from craft. We are going to get Keith on. uh, I mean, I'm really talked to him about it, but I'm sure we'll get Keith on and craft here in the near future. Uh, Keith, I'll ping you about that too. And, and Keith, I still got to get back to you about this goddamn barrel, but we're going to do it.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We had our meeting yesterday and after the meeting, I, so at Homebrew Fest, and, and this will impact you guys too. And I, I've talked about it on a couple of shows. But at Homebrew Fest, Keith and I were talking about this traveling barrel that yeah. um, that we're gonna we're gonna start, and then we're gonna pass it on to a different club. And every year, it's gonna pass to a different club. And uh, we've got a barrel to donate to kind of start it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just need to get it. I need to get it. We need to
3: get it rolling.
2: It, uh, it puts out good beer.
3: Yeah. So. So it's yes. a I saw, uh, little feed in the, in the, in the, whatever Facebook group that was. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. We need, to, we need to do it. Um, we, we need to get, I need to get with Keith and actually talk about it seriously because we've got the barrel and we're, we're ready to do it and we can get it going so that it's ready for Homebrew Fest next year. But um life's been busy and and shit's been happening since since august it feels like homebrew fest was months and months and months and months ago like just so much shit's been going on um but anyway um so so the other thing that that was that was big I, I stalked your guys' facebook page earlier you know and that's where we saw dan and your gold and i actually missed that completely and i if i'd have like connected it at homebrew fest i probably would have been all over you then so i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> uh, um yeah that, that's fucking awesome
2: we, we connected where were you at jason like, I, like I
1: have no idea uh, probably drinking. actually him. dan
2: oh, I, no I didn't know either uh he, he fucking reached out to me and he's like brian congrats like uh, i didn't see this year and i'm like you know how'd you do he's like oh you know i took gold i'm like i'm so sorry that's fucking you
3: know, awesome <laughs> 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 I mean, I heard you talking about silver. But yeah, I, you know, congratulations. <laughs> sure. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, you know, to get anything, I feel like is mm-hmm. awesome. I, I can. Uh, it was. was this, a, is great, this your first NHC? Team. In the final mm-hmm. round, I, I've gotten a couple gold medals in the first round, but mm-hmm. never, never anything in the final round. Yeah, that was so.
1: My my dream. I've I've got my share of medals uh and ribbons and and i've got a, a, my fair share of first round nhc um but i i want that nhc medal the medal you know and then I, i'm probably gonna quit I'm
3: done uh <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I don't know if i should be going. i i did find it here there you go
0: oh god it's, so
2: it's beautiful
3: it's so beautiful <laughs>
1: so, so the the awards are going on and,
3: it's and we had
1: a, a work thing uh,
3: yeah. I was given shit about wearing his. At uh I, I keep bringing him up <laughs> at uh, NHF. I'm like, you brought that fucking thing, and he's like, hell yeah, I brought it. I fucking won it, and I'm like, that's ridiculous,
1: dude. I, I if, if I ever win one, I you, yeah, the, the entire NHC. I don't know why Brian didn't have a silver. Like I I'd, I'd have been.
4: Yeah. You lost it, Dan. It would have been in the woods in
3: yeah. the <laughs> it was, it was, it was great to see so many Michigan names though. I, I feel like the year it before was. they had yeah. like a lot maybe. So it was, it was yeah, cool. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm totally with you.
3: Yeah. Um, you know, we've got what Jeff
1: Carlson, is a big, big, uh, big time cider cider.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The goat. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, a few names from, from over Detroit way, uh, and then Brian with his silver. That's what I was saying is, is you know, this is my dream. I want this damn medal. And he was actually at my house when they did the awards. And he was sitting five feet from me and won his silver. And it was all I could do, not to just
3: strangle him. <laughs> in, in I, I was Muslim. stuck in the grass. I had no idea what was happening until everybody started texting me like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fucking <laughs> God. What? what did I do now? <laughs> <laughs> i the awards show on. I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but the other thing, uh, so skipping on from that, the other thing I noticed, uh, you know, on your feed was, was Mike, your, your recent publication on Brulosophy. So, so you got a, a an experiment uh, published. Tell us about that. What, what, what did you um, submit?
4: Yeah. So the article, um, was basically testing the idea of warm fermenting a lager under pressure versus not pressure. Um, So I did a Fest beer, uh, fermented it at 68 uh, and one five gallon batch was uh, just had a blow off tube on it. And the other was, had a spunning valve at 12 PSI. Um, The idea being there's there's actual science out there that shows um, <clears throat> fermenting under pressure with certain yeast at warmer temperatures can suppress uh, fusels, can suppress uh, unwanted esters and other unwanted um, lager characteristics that, that shouldn't be there. Um, so I brought it to the KGB meeting. There was 20 participants total and only eight, I believe. Were able to correctly identify the odd beer out um, which you know based on the way the number that brewlosophy uses tells us uh, you know in this specific case with this fast beer and this ingredients and all that uh, fermenting at 12 psi was no different than fermenting it at, uh, at zero basically pressure so um, <clears throat> I did get a lot of feedback on it obviously Um, I did use 3470, uh, which is a fairly hardy lager yeast to ferment at higher temperatures. So, um, I'd say probably half, if not three quarters of the comments were you should do it again with a different, more finicky lager yeast, which, you know, that sounds like a great idea. Um, 3470 is what I had on, you know, had here, so. Um,
2: You're going to get that with any brew loss if you experiment, though, in the comments. Yeah, I mean, you know?
4: <laughs> you know, it's it's expected. It's not anything, you know. Yeah. So, um, so that whole Fest beer was like a trial for me to become like an actual contributor. So after the recipe or after the experiment published, um, they've brought me on as a contributor since. So. You should see more articles coming out, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah, very Congrats cool. Congrats on that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and the way it happened, really, I wasn't like, you know, hey, Marshall, you should totally bring me on as a contributor. You know, uh, it was, it was it's
3: me asking Marshall for a video. I'm just
4: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was kind of weird that like we were both talking to him at the same time. Um, you know, but so in 2021, I, uh, became no longer president of the club. Dan took over as president and I wanted to become the education chair. Um, And with that, you know, I I had three years as president, you get burnout and you just don't want to deal with a lot of stuff. So I was ready to do something a little more brewing focused and exciting. So um, I essentially, as the education of every meeting, wanted to rip off Brewlosophy and do exactly what they did. But you know, in my the whole thing like reading these articles every week is like, yeah, this is all great, but I don't get to taste any of this, right? So I essentially wanted to bring that to our club and uh so that they could, you know, be a part of you know these experiments. Um and I just reached out to him, you know, saying, How do you run these tests? You know, you know, what's the process? You know, what do you tell people? What do you not tell people? Just kind of what high level, what should I be doing here? Um, And he got back to me and kind of, you know, stuck in at the very end, like if you're serious about doing this, like on a regular basis, you know, let me know and we'll keep talking. And, um, you know, I thought it was a cool opportunity. So I just, we just kept talking and it it just kind of came about. So that's kind of.
1: That's super cool. Um, Yeah. I, I I really enjoyed the article. We actually got to participate a little bit in an, an experiment of our own last night um, at at our meeting. One of our members <clears throat> was doing the. Oh shit! I just lost it. What was the difference between? Go it, Brian! I thought you were going to say it.
2: it. It was a pilsner. I don't know. Did he did he did, did he specify what kind of pilsner it was? Yes. Was it a check pills? I think it was a check pills.
1: Yeah, yeah right. I believe it was the check Pills, and he was testing. There were two batches. Uh, fuck, I can't remember what the odd man out was now.
2: Uh, one was decocted, sort of. Decoction, um, that's right. It wasn't a traditional decoction. Um, he, he took some of the the mash, like, I think it was, like, after, um, you know, the, the, the normal mash had completed and just kind of boiled it for 30 minutes. Um, and then you know continued on you know with with that half of the beer and so the the difference was basically like is there a difference with and i don't know if you did this on purpose or not i can't remember but um jason you you sometimes watch a show if you're in chat let us know but um yeah, it was. Uh, you would you would think that if you you know did two beers, mashed them from the same amount of time, and then took you know maybe like one gallon of like you know thick mash from one and fucking boiled it for thirty minutes, and then continued on your way, everything else the same, you'd be able to tell the difference. Um, but no, it was split uh, 50-50. Uh, it was a triangle test. Uh, eight people got it right. Five guessed one, and like four guessed the other. Or no, I'm sorry, nine test it right and then five and then four so yeah, yeah. that's 50
0: yeah
4: so yeah that's cool i mean the whole you it know, was hard yeah for sure right it's it's not as i mean i'm sure he didn't give you the variable to begin mm-hmm. with like, you know, no um you know you would think right a lot of these ex, you know experiments that they would actually result in you know of course i can tell that apart but like boiled a gallon of mash for a half an hour and i can't tell it apart it just kind of blows your mind on like what actually matters you know yeah yeah <laughs> does this matter does it not matter yeah um, yeah but yeah that's cool though
3: what's what's really great too is like we've done some experimental stuff in the past where we've made a really big batch of beer and then fermented it with like five different you know yeast strains or whatever you know we've done a saison one like that we've done a cream uh, ale one earlier this year like that the the like but like the the protocol and for brewing and like keeping everything exactly the same is, is really not possible in that but like the way these brewlosophy guys and mike's got it set up like it is like so exact like you know they are documenting they have the exact same setup they can do all these things this it's pretty cool so you definitely know like i don't know if you know but like you're getting you're, 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 you you're, know it, it's a pretty good idea that like that variable if it has an impact is the thing that's going to cause it yeah
1: it's definitely cool when you when you have like the picture of your rig that was on there yeah you, know, you, you you've actually got some pretty decent high-end equipment and the ability to kind of you know do this and keep, keep it track and we did the same thing dan especially like, when we we're starting with the saison you know and, and you're releasing that out into three to six different members with their various right. rigs and their,
3: or wherever they're <laughs> right. right with somebody doing <laughs> so a starter is somebody not like yeah so it's, exactly
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, we tried that saison. Well, it just—it's funny you said saison. We tried it. We're like, these three members are gonna go brew a a saison, same grain bill, different yeast, uh, three different saison yeasts, and then we're gonna vote on it, and then we're gonna take that to three different members who are gonna use that—the yeast that won—and we're gonna tweak, you know, a grain bill or something like that. Oh, that's cool. And then we're gonna keep evolving it. You know, every time changing one. Uh, you know, metric or one factor, uh, one ingredient, one, one process, whatever it may be. Uh, mm-hmm. And it made it through, it finished one round and then died. <laughs> it <was>
0: just, <laughs> yeah.
3: It was just hard. You know, and yeah, I think it was right before COVID tough. too. Yeah. That, that is cool though. I, I, I think in our members really like find that stuff, whether it's the triangle testing or the, like, here's a cream ale with five different yeasts and how does it come out? Even, you know, I mean, even if, they weren't exact. Like you can get a sense. um, It's really cool to see that uh, kind of revelation and like understanding, like some of these things that we like just think are so important. Maybe, maybe aren't.
1: No, I know. I I mean,
3: although with yeast and like Saison yeast, like there's a huge difference. I'll I'll say that, like that's for sure. Absolutely.
1: But you know, like the things I used to worry about, as a young brewer or uh, uh, new to brewing, not young brewer, but new to brewing, you know, now that I'm, I'm, you know, a decade into it or whatever. And it's like, man, that shit doesn't matter. And so it's good Which to club? kind of, what's that? I thought somebody said something, um, but it's, it's good to kind of explore that with the club because, you know, I remember going to big brew day and watching, you know, 20 different guys brew differently and watching 20 different people do things differently. And just mm-hmm. being amazed, like, uh almost offended like oh my god you're you know you're doing it that way like what the hell and then but to find out like the beer comes out good you know and and so does it really matter what really matters um yeah Yeah. that's what excites me about these philosophy experiments and so or experiments um to to get into you know what 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 really matters and um i think it's going to come down to sanitation it's the only
0: thing that fucking matters right (laughs) now
2: I brought a, a beer to our club meeting last night. It tastes great off the tab. I uh, I put it in my howler. It's like a fucking Stanley howler. I bring it into the meeting and like 45 minutes in, not less than five people came up to me and was like, this Czech Pills kind of tastes like green pepper and it literally did i don't know what the deal was um shane and i went back home and like the first thing we did is like pulled a fucking like pint off the tap and like drank it and the flavor wasn't there but something about the container that i put it in gave it a green pepper flavor yeah so i scrubbed the shit out of those today but yeah i mean just it took 45 minutes like imagine if like something's like weird in your bottle you know like
3: yeah, it can get crazy. Although you know, you guys say that, and then like I have this story I tell where I spent all day making this German Pilsner when I was kind of still using glass carboys, and I had it in like one of these uh, these like plastic totes. You know, like the carboy was in the tote, mm-hmm. and I was at an apartment, and like I was outside, and I set it down, and like the glass shattered everywhere, and so I got whatever five gallons of german pilsner wort that i hadn't fermented yet and i'm like well this is ruined like it's in this nasty blue tote you know that hasn't been like <laughs> oh and- it just uh, broke above <laughs> the yeah, top it was just in there and i'm like oh. <laughs> it's got glass shards in it i i'm like oh and i'm like i should just dump it but instead i like threw it in like an, a plastic bucket <laughs> and threw some fucking, uh you know uh yeah, I just threw some lager <laughs> yeast in it and fermented it, and like I brought Little it for the out. Yeah, I, you know, and I've got this glass-laden, freaking German pills here that fermented out, and I took it to our Christmas party, and I like, this was like Mike. Mike and I were new, and he's like, "Man, this shit is good." What did you? <laughs> I'm like, dude, I just broke my carboy into a dirty ass blue container, and dumped it in a bucket that probably wasn't sanitized, and threw some lager yeast <laughs> in
1: So. I, it's funny you say that. I, I I used to. I don't use glass anymore. I still have some, but I'm I'm, I'm away from it. Never touched them, but I <laughs> no. I never put it in a coat until this happened. And let me let me see if I can bring this on.
3: Oh. Uh, window. I have, I have multiple exploding carboy stories. So <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, so this was this was a
1: pumpkin. Oh, no. <laughs> this was a pumpkin amber. Uh, and you can see the carboy right there. So I lifted it up to waist height, and the bottom fell out. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Uh, Five-gallon <laughs> pumpkin wort in my kitchen. Of
4: course, you're my, my countertops <laughs> are blue. Oh, boy. Are you barefooted as well with all that? With I all? was barefooted. Uh, it's a perfect recipe, yeah. 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 And my wife...
1: Um so now now mind you there was there was like five cans of pumpkin puree in that so that was <laughs> so fucking sticky uh and and my wife the first thing out of her mouth the first words out of her mouth to to my kids you know we're standing there I'd lifted it up and just poosh the bottom fell out uh and she looks at me and she yells get the camera so. <laughs> good sense of
0: humor huh? Yeah. So from that day
1: on, Dan, I used the, I used the, uh, the tote condom, uh, after that. Yeah. So well, Every time my carboy was always in a, in a tote and it never broke again or I probably would have done the same thing
3: and just, yeah, in it, so. I was, I was, I was like, what the. Yeah. yeah I actually, well? I actually,
1: so the, the bottom fell out of that carboy, the, the plate, uh, and I actually I still have it, and I plan on hanging on that sweet. wall someday.
3: That's go, sweet. <laughs> it's, just, it's like a, you could impale yourself on something like that.
2: <laughs> you can probably get it like etched now, right? Like people have like glow forges and stuff oh, that'll. Okay, there you go. Yes, yeah. yeah. Get yeah. the Michigan Bruise logo etched on the bottom of it <laughs> for good luck. Anyway,
1: okay. But yeah, I mean, if you can, if you can shatter a carboy into a into a tote still fermented out is good beer you know, it really makes you wonder uh, about how much of our process is really important i, I wouldn't recommend that to anybody as a sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i actually so I, I i was up north last weekend and i missed uh, a cider press for the club and i missed a, a friend of mine who has a cider mill or cider orchard or apple orchard jesus christ um they did a pressing but they they really wanted me to get some of their cider, and and they're not home brewers. And they don't know about uh, what happens when you let cider sit warm for a day. Uh, so they saved me seven gallons or so of, of cider, uh, kept it warm <laughs> for three in the days jugs?
4: in like plastic uh, yeah. jugs?
1: In the, in the jugs. And they, they he brought it over, and he's like, "Man, I had to burp it every few minutes because it was they were you know expanding and blowing up." I'm like, well, this shit's already done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, did, he did all the work for you.
0: Right? wild yeah. has taken hold, man.
1: So I've, I've transferred it to a speedo, um where I just let it, I'm just letting it go, do its thing. That'll be um, cool. And we're going to see what that turns out. Yeah, yeah, why, yeah why not? I mean, it's, just, it's probably going to be great.
4: Yeah. <sighs> Throw some oak at it, dude. Why the hell not? Yeah. See what happens.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. right. So completely, yeah, just random fucking cider press from Port Huron that sat for three days, four days. or you smell what, it already? It. So I water? took it I took a swig of when I when I was transferring, I took a, a swig of of the in-process cider and it tasted good at that time. Like I didn't taste any, you know, funky uh you know wet dog or you're gold dude that. you're gold yeah. right
2: right how, how long has it been jason it's when be, did you get that it's
1: gonna be michigan beer cup bos next year it's uh it's been a week now okay the speed i on. was gonna
2: say you could you could still throw like nutrients in it or something but yeah fuck it like
1: i just at that point i was just kind of like fucking let it go and,
3: yeah and, and, yeah so you guys did a club trip to port huron to get to mm.
1: no no I have, okay. I have a friend that lives in port huron and has uh, his dad actually has an apple orchard in Port Huron. I,
3: oh, okay I, that's a different okay
1: that's yeah I know sorry same same day um, we had a club press here in Kalamazoo okay, on cool. the third and the same day my friend in Port Huron was pressing so I missed I missed cider I mean, I know it's I could still go get it it's not over, but I missed all the cheap and free shit um, because i was I was up in the u p uh, screwing around so yeah, we'll see. It might be. You're right. It could be best to show next year. I could, I could kick Michelle's ass with her. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. Whatever. Amazing.
0: It'll be right. delicious. Right? Save me something. <laughs> yeah.
1: For sure. So what else? Let's see. We uh, feel like we've we've deviated away from the mashers per se. Um, what else can we talk about? Your club? How 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 many members do you guys have?
3: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, what was the currently? point? What do we currently? 40 40 seven, 40. 43, 47, somewhere in there. Are
1: you guys doing anything to like actively recruit
4: or um, just what, what? the two? The two main things every year, which should be big brew and uh, learn to homebrew day. Um, those are you know pretty probably our most. Uh, successful recruiting events. I mean, because before the pandemic hit, we had the shop, we had adventures, right? right? Mm -hmm. We brew at the shop. We, you know, have 15, 20 brewers in the parking lot. People would come off of telegraph and, you know, pop in, see what's going on. We've had food. We have food. We get the club bar set up. Oh, and by the way, everything ingredients wise is 20% off for, you know, all these people that who aren't members, you know, who just show up and like want to get into the hobby and you bounce around each, um, you know, each booth and you you BS and you talk about homebrew and you try to bring those people in. And, you know, there were a few years there where we would bring in, you know, anywhere from five to 10 people per event, which is pretty big considering if you only have like, you know, 40, 50 members. Every year. So, uh, those are probably our two biggest.
1: More importantly, Mash- mashers get twenty percent off Aih. Well, no. not anymore. I mean, that would that would have that, that was at, that
4: was at, on those days.
3: yeah, right? well, we, we get ready for, breading breading for memory. Free. Yeah, they give us grains. For yeah, free. so
4: that was the other. Th- I mean, it was a you know, Jason, the owner is. It was a two way relationship, right? So, what mashers want to brew. OK, what do you want to brew? All your grains are free, you know, up to, you know, maybe six ounces of hops and a yeast, you know, and that's it was yeah. a, it was a two way street. You know, he would do business for us and he, we did business for him. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. 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 So yeah,
1: we um, I, I haven't seen too many homebrew clubs associated to a homebrew shop. You know but then again over here on the west side we only have you know a handful of clubs compared to the east side um and we also only have a, a couple of homebrew shops too i mean you know i think we've got o'connor's and Sicil- sicilianos and grand rapids and then bells and south county uh you know in, in kalam zoo like so it's, it's pretty few and far between um but then again we we've only got i think like four clubs over here too so <laughs> Yeah, that's cool that you guys are associated to to that. I, I can see having a homebrew club in your pocket um, could be beneficial.
4: Yeah.
0: And,
1: yeah. And it, some of those, both ways.
4: It was Yeah, it was very beneficial. I, it's been unfortunate the last couple of years, like with the pandemic, Jason's had to shut down the Taylor location. So we've been, you know, semi-homeless, which was okay in the beginning because, you know, there's no one's meeting anyways. So, um, yeah. But yeah, since we've gotten back, it's been a little more difficult for our members to come out to events. I mean, because the other thing too is, you know, we, you know, every club has members that it maybe brew once a month, once every two months, once every three months. And they came in on our meeting night, got their ingredients, and then came to the meeting and then went home and we'll see you next month or the month after that, you know? So now that, that, uh, Advantage is gone. It's 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 kind of mm. a pretty big it's a pretty big deal for us. Yeah, I'd say. So.
3: Yeah, we're making it through. Yeah. We're yeah, we're <laughs> everything's fine. Trying, we're trying. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're not. You know,
4: we're not dying. Yeah, we're
3: we definitely. Hey, we're always looking for new members. So if anybody you know is looking for homework Club on the east side, yeah, you know. on the east side, or We've if got, you to,
4: want to ever you know take a two hour road trip, come on over. Yeah, yeah come
3: on. <laughs> always <laughs> it's
4: a Friday night, you can spend the night saturday
1: you know whatever We've talked about <laughs> doing not, that, that. That's, yeah that's actually a good a good call out so when 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 are traditionally are your meetings when do you guys
0: do those
3: normally they are the first friday of the month uh that's um, cool the you know so big brew and learn to homebrew day which is going to be next month november is learn to homebrew day we actually do the second um friday of the month so that if we see anybody at the, you know, at the Big Brewer Learn to Homebrew, we can be like, "Hey, come to our meeting in a few days as opposed to in a month." So, that's hey, cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, that
4: changed too like upped our yeah. you know, the the people coming back significantly. Cuz yeah, I mean, we'd be like, "When do you meet?" "Oh yeah, we met last night, but then we could see you in, you know, 29 days." That, you know, yeah. <laughs> and they never showed yeah. Them, so.
0: yeah.
1: Oh, right on.
3: Um, we also here. we also have one other big thing which we don't necessarily recruit a lot of members, sure. but it's coming up like this week, which is the Mead Cup, right? So that's our other. Mm. One. Well, that is, I know you're uh, going to talk uh, to Gail about that, so we can let her yeah, take. We're more we're going to
1: do a whole show on the Mead Cup,
3: but and-
2: only after it happens. So
1: after, yeah. so yeah. Uh, Mead, Mead, Mead Cup I, is next weekend, right? Mm-hmm. The 16th this at least. weekend. This this weekend. Yeah. This next weekend. Yeah. Um Yeah, super excited about that. Brian's got some entries in. I didn't enter this year. I'm I've only done one real mead and I'm not
2: Jordan's got one or two.
1: I always I always tell I tell new people um, that join our club, they're like, Oh, I'm not ready to enter competitions yet. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if it's your first one. Enter it, you know. And here I am going, Well, that's my first (laughs) mead. the reality of it was is I only got like 12 bottles of it left and I didn't really want to give any up. So yeah, that's
2: fair. Yeah, that's fair.
1: But uh, yeah, no, really looking forward to, to talking to Gail in a couple of weeks. So we're going to talk to her the week after uh, Mead Cup. Um, so we're not going to have any show next week on the 18th. Um, we'll be back the following week with Gail um, uh, talking Mead, Mead Cup. Um, and then we're going to Start. We'll we'll announce more about our November shows uh, a little bit later in the month. Uh, The shows that should be coming up. We're going to circle back with um, the Rosses at some point here in the near future and Bruce Seagump IPA. Um, (laughs) In case you guys missed that, Uh, we do. We we started this year doing a recipe design show where we we just randomly talk. You know, throw out ingredients and let's talk through the process of what it would take to, um, you know, create a beer uh, with, with, with certain ingredients. And, um, the Rosses are, are friends of ours that are videographers that did our cool intro, uh, which is the, the most amazing it's intro cool. uh, awesome. ever. Um, and, and they're, they're, they've filmed uh billboard top number one, uh, hit uh, music videos and all that kind of shit. And so we've got these cool people that did this amazing intro for us and didn't charge us a dime. And, and those assholes, uh, when we did a recipe design throughout mm-hmm. coconut fucking
0: shrimp IPA, uh,
1: IPA. so we did
0: uh, that sounds terrible right right but to humor them because
1: they just they just they just produced this amazing video for us uh to, to humor them we we fucking wrote the recipe um and we came up with it and now um so we're, we're making them brew it with us uh, oh sorry we're gonna go, go, ahead. go ahead no yeah we're we're gonna we're gonna make
2: them you're not lying dude to to, to, to be determined yeah uh
1: we're we're gonna make them brew it with us and then we're gonna actually have them on the air on the show with us to make them drink that shit on air since they asked for it um and 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 not to to, to completely i am putting real shrimp in it so this is louisiana dried shrimp that we will be dry hopping this beer with.
2: Gross. Dry shrimping.
1: Dry shrimping.
4: Yeah. Let me ask you, are you going to sanitize them shrimps at all?
1: <sighs> yeah, I had to come up with something. Like a quick boil, probably. Maybe, I don't know, yeah, I mean. Although, to be honest with you, Mike, they're so salty that there's nothing. Oh, yeah, right. There, they, was that, nothing. Was
4: that uh, air, was that um, No. Um,
1: so here, let me let me turn off my blur real quick. Uh so, so these are not vacuum sealed. These are are Louisiana uh, dried shrimp. They are no no additives, no preservatives. They're just dried, salted. The, the The lifespan on these is like six years because there's nothing but.
0: So,
4: it's fantastic. So are you going to, are you going to, are you going to put them in a bag? I mean, you have, if they're dried, you have Probably. to some expansion.
1: Right? Yeah, no, I, 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 I sucked on one.
3: Uh, <laughs> so that will definitely help with the, the <laughs> yeah.
0: funnier
1: story was don't Amazon and drink. Uh, so I ordered these on the air. I needed, this is a four ounce bag. I don't even want to use, like, one ounce, right? But I was drunk when I ordered these, so I have...
0: Oh, yeah!
1: And and I have another bag that's off air. I, I, I. What I did is I put two bags <laughs> in my cart, thinking I'm going to use eight ounces, and then, and then I kind of sobered up, and I was like, no way in hell do we need eight ounces. And I meant to take one bag out, but I, I somehow added a bag. <laughs> Dude, just do a twenty-gallon batch. We'll be able. To yeah. Do
3: that? <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the only um, thing you can serve next year at uh, Homebrew Festival.
1: <laughs> Dude, if it's if it is in any way palatable,
4: I'm fucking bringing it.
2: Absolutely. That, well, we'll have an extra bag of shrimp to make it again. So.
4: Yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> you should have like um, a shrimp a shrimp series where it's like different versions <laughs> of shrimp dry hop shrimp you know, beers. Shrimp colch. You know?
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah, down to Imperial Stout, you know, every <laughs> everywhere in between.
1: So, so where I was going with this was in our in November, we will we should have a Seagump IPA show where we will we will be drinking that horrible shit. I mean, that amazing beer. Um, and then the other the other big show around the holiday is uh, we're going to get together and do a um, a, a holiday seltzer get together, uh, so we can have I think ten people ten on stream. Now. If any of you guys, if either of you guys, uh, like uh, seltzer and like getting just blackout fucking drunk on seltzer, um, we'll throw you a link and maybe you can hop in and join us. Um, Brian and I, it's it's it's, it's our um, thing. We we we've done a couple of seltzer shows. I listened um, to one of them. <laughs> then you know more than i do it goes off the rails it goes way (laughs) off the rails uh the shit goes the shit goes down real easy um and then next thing you know we don't it's tomorrow and We don't remember
3: what we said on here last night. It's Tuesday afternoon and I don't know where I am. (laughs) (laughs) It's supposed to be at work
1: five hours ago. So, we're going to do a show in in November. We haven't really organized it yet, um, but we're just going to give, I'm going to give, I'm going to send a link out to a bunch of people. It'll
2: probably be the closest show to Thanksgiving, probably. Yeah,
1: the closest show to Thanksgiving. And we'll do, uh, so the week of Thanksgiving, we'll just do drop ins. People want to come in and pound a seltzer with us uh, and bullshit. So, yeah um, hell yeah man so so yeah before we so that's that's what's coming up for Michigan Brews so again no show next week uh we'll be back the following week the 25th with Gail and then in November you can look forward to Seagump IPA and yeah, look forward to it uh and then uh a seltzer show and then we've got a couple other shows we're working out um you know um we'll, we'll, we'll have more news on, on the Facebook page but before we wrap is there anything you guys uh have big gumming uh with the club anything I mean of course you got Mead cup next week but
3: that Mead Cup, more uh, more brewlosophy stuff coming up.
4: Yeah, I think if you're a, a home brewer in Southeast Michigan, Detroit area, Downriver area, come check us out.
1: Man. Yeah, if you like to party, right? These guys
4: yeah.
1: put it on. Party, drink good beer, make pretty good laid
4: beer. back, so yeah, not uptight. Right on.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks again for 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 joining us tonight and hanging out. Um, again, we, you guys are are amazing at Beer Fest um that's where we know you you know personally really appreciate the the shit that you guys bring and and always have good beer so uh, thanks thanks for for coming out with us tonight thanks for having us Hell yeah all right let's get this cool so again outro same outro done by the rosses Uh, thanks again sam and